pamphlets. Go drop in. It's the moment y'all been waiting for. Broadcasting from the Isaacs and Isaacs. We win.com. Injury Lawyer Studio. It's the show where Indy comes to top. Open lines with Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle. On Hot 96.3. Hold up. Good morning to you, Indianapolis. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, coming to you live from the Hot 96.3 and 106.7 WTLC Studios in downtown Indianapolis on this Sunday, August 7th, 2022, fresh off, and I do mean fresh off of an airplane coming from the National Association of Black Journalists Conference and Convention in Las Vegas. Just got back in this morning at 4 a.m., and here I am live in the studio with you, so Let me sip my tea and get my voice ready to talk to you because this morning we have a lot to talk about. Uh, As you know, this weekend, Indiana became the first state in the United States of America to pass a new law on abortion after the overturning of Roe v. Wade earlier this summer. So now, as of September 15th, it will be illegal in almost every circumstance to get an abortion in Indiana. There are a few exceptions, and these are wider exceptions than some folks had had asked for. We'll talk about what those exceptions are and what this means going forward. I'll tell you what the governor has had to say. This bill was signed in the middle of the night this weekend, and it is now official. Uh, We are state number one that has made the change. Some states, as we had talked about before, had laws that were already on the books that would have made uh, abortion illegal the second uh, Roe v. Wade was overturned. But Indiana held a special session, uh, which was also to give you what appears to be a $200 refund now um, for inflation relief. That And abortion being made legal is what your state lawmakers have been up to for the past several weeks at the state house. And as you know, there's been protest on top of protest, but now it is all over and we're already starting to see some of the consequences of this bill. And that is major companies saying they are now looking to leave Indiana. And one of them is the big boy, Eli Lilly, saying they are now exploring other options to set up shop, possibly leaving, um, Indiana with a giant hole in employment, and we're talking good jobs there at Eli Lilly. Let's start the show off this morning by talking to you. In fact, we're going to do it the entire hour because this, of course, is a hot button issue. I'm clearing the phone lines right now, and I want you to call me 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. We are talking uh, this morning to get your reaction uh, to... Indiana now being the first state in the United States to pass new laws on abortion. This, again, happened uh, just this weekend. And and at this second, at 8 o'clock in the morning on August 7th, um, it is still legal right now to have an abortion. But that ban will go into effect on September 15th. One of the things that will not happen um, is, though it is illegal, you have several county prosecutors who have said uh, that they will not um, be prosecuting people for getting an abortion. Um, One of those people is uh, the Marion County prosecutor, Ryan Mears, has already preemptively said uh, that's not something that he's got on his table to be worried about. Uh, One of the things that could have interrupted that uh, was an amendment that would have allowed the Indiana Attorney General Todd Rokita to say, fine, if your local prosecutor won't file charges for you getting an abortion, then I, as the chief prosecutor, if you will, of Indiana, will do it. Well, uh, the uh, senators and legislators of Indiana did not agree with that. So, Um, The attorney general does not have that power, but that was certainly an amendment that was proposed and did not go through. Uh, This bill, as it stands, uh, passed the state house um, 62 to 38 and then was approved by the Senate 
28 to 19. So really uh, not as large of a margin as it could have been, especially over on the Senate side. Essentially, uh, this morning, the, uh, Governor Eric Holcomb is saying uh, in a statement that I'll read to you uh, during the show, uh, simply says, it is done. We have voted. We, we think what we've done is what we, th- we think we have done what is best. And if people disagree with that, then they can vote us out uh, or they can vote for us again. That's essentially the sentiment uh, when it comes to this. This is something that uh, the governor uh, made clear from the beginning that if abortion legislation was brought to him, um, we would likely sign it. Obviously not knowing exactly what it was, but we knew that Indiana would be one of the states to make changes to abortion, restricting it. And now we are the first state. Um, to after the overturning of Roe versus Wade to create a new law now making abortion illegal in this state. Starting September 15th, the nearest place you will be able to go for sure is Illinois. Um, right now we've got folks, as you know, coming from um, Kentucky, coming from Ohio um, to get an abortion. And of course, we made national headlines with a 10 year old girl from Ohio who was raped and then came here to get an abortion um, performed. Uh, the services provided by um, Dr. Bernard, who we had here on the show the week uh, that her name was sprung into the national headlines. So what do you guys think of this? Um, November is coming for some of these uh, senators. But if not this November, the next November, are you happy with this or will you be voting folks out because they are they are literally saying um, if you don't like it, um, we're throwing this back to the people and they can vote us out and put in rep- representatives and senators and governors who um, believe in what they believe. But right now, Indiana has a supermajority on uh, Republican power. And so that is the course we are on. Do you plan a change course? Call me 317-239-9696. The phone lines are already on. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? How you doing, Cameron? Good morning, Larry. You know, it's a real embarrassment because it's like a ritual, right? Now, all the white women were down there clamoring about abortion. And the black women, the ones that are most affected about abortion, one part of this uh, so-called law is that uh, if you're not physically fit to have a baby, then you can get an abortion, right? So that leans toward all the black women that are overweight or maybe living in under un- unhealthy uh, circumstances. It seems to me is it was a Klan rally when I was down there a couple of times. Mothers and the mothers and daughters of the Klan and sisters of the Klan were down there uh, hawking a eugenics program to tell black women that you don't uh you you you're unfit to bear uh offspring you cannot procreate so what we'll do for you is is we'll have a situation this is why the medical people were down there and i know this that i've heard from good sources inside of the medical industry that uh they want these women you see the billboards all over town now with pregnant women talking about we don't judge you it implies to me that they're looking for body parts, and it's sick. It's so sick that they do it, you know, because you can go online and find the places where they hawk body parts. They let a baby gestate and then strip him out and use his parts. This is aimed at black women. So I'm really embarrassed that our public officials, especially Greg Taylor, he sat up there in the Senate and uh, made a fool out of himself. Uh, fortunately, none of his amendments were adopted. But uh, he's a real clown. I think people, what, this is not about abortion, Cameron. It's about the ninth and tenth article of our Constitution, which says that the state is sovereign in the state government. And we want it to be that way because people, just because you don't go to the state house, you don't support the issues that you believe in, then this is where it goes to. But uh, I'd rather have it on a state level than to have it at some congressman or congresswoman that's there that you can't actually go to Washington and protest against. In January, I just repeat this, Cameron, that the uh, there's a long session this time for people to come down there, the elderly people, the churches, to bring their people down there, support our issue, because there's certainly enough people over there lying against us and lying to increase our property tax cap the same way as the people with the uh, with the with the uh, with Pinsky. 
They've got their lobbyists over there right now. I see them when they came from the Hallman family. They got $500 million. Uh, Senator Young was behind that and their lobbyists. That increases your tax bill. Now they're going for a billion. So uh, all the stuff that they're going for the photo ops at the 500 with black people, as soon as they get finished with them, they're going to drop them like a bad habit and go back to business as usual. So black people, you need to wise up. We don't need to be out there. It's embarrassing, Cameron, celebrating having our babies murdered. And that's what we've done. Our, like All right. Greg Taylor is the main one. Thank you, Larry. Look so funny. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, Larry, um, you may not agree with uh, Larry's politics and where he stands and what he believes in, but Larry is right about one thing. You do need to go down there and make your voice heard, whatever uh, sound is coming from your voice. Uh, It's time to stand up, uh, as it always is. But um, if this is the one that's got you infuriated, uh, you need to start making your voice heard. Uh, We know the abortion uh, topic nationwide um, is un is unpopular, and I should let me rephrase that. We know the um, overturning of Roe versus Wade and restricting abortion is unpopular nationwide. We knew that um, before any laws were changed, before any rulings were overturned. We knew that that was an unpopular uh, decision. And what we also saw in this past week was um, a Republican state, a Midwest Republican state of Kansas saying absolutely not, Um, we will not restrict abortion in Kansas. Um, That's a a state that hasn't voted for a Democratic president in 50 years, said absolutely not. Almost 60 to 40 percent said, no, we do not want to create a new law to ban an abortion in Kansas. Um, Even with that warning shot, a few days later, the state of Indiana has now become the first state to pass a new law on abortion uh, since Roe v. Roe versus Wade was overturned by the Supreme Court. Um, what do you think? 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is- I'm sorry. You dropped out. Who's this? Good morning. This is Kim. Hi, Kim. You're live on the air. What's on your mind? Hi. Um, one of these days I have faith that I'm just going to 100% agree with Larry. But <laughs> <laughs> Don't hold not, your breath. Um, uh, but <clears throat> he did make a point. It's just not about abortion. It's, it's, it's more about power um, and having that control for sure. Um, but I don't know if anyone has realized, um, but since um, the overturn of Roe versus Wade and the abortion restrictions that they have on the state, we have seen an increase, a dramatic increase a drastic increase in domestic violence related murders mm. from men versus women, you know, and mm-hmm. this is only going to increase from now on. Um, so I've seen it, um, you know, just in the news, YouTube, different media sources. And I'm like, wow, this is really what it's come to. So I hope that these Republicans, and yes, I'm going to vote in November and everyone should, and we're going to vote their AS, you know, what's out and as we should, but we need to make sure that they understand what they're doing because they're not going to understand it until it happens to their precious uh, family members. But this is going to get bad. This is going to get bad. A lot of people, and, you know, we can argue all day about what's right and what's wrong and who makes better decisions and so on and so forth with our bodies and whatever. Um, but the reality is a lot of people are stuck in different situations, and who are we to judge them? And um, the people who are not able to get out of those situations are going to be fearing for their lives. Um, they're going to have their lives taken. Um, a lot of people are going to be sent to jail. It's just going to be a vicious cycle that's going to happen from now until they decide to get some sense and go back and take this to the Supreme Court. Um, because this is going to be a mess for women. Women are literally going to be, this is like a war on women. Women are going to literally be fearing for their lives because, if they're in a situation they can't get out of, they're going to try to illegally do it themselves, which we know that's going to be casualty. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have their life t- possibly taken, um, you know, by these men who don't want these children. It's going to be a mess. And I've seen it. I've seen it on the news, the increase of domestic violence murders against women because, and I've, I've heard it for the past few weeks straight, the woman was pregnant. The man didn't want the baby. 
the man, you know, had a wife or family and didn't want it to be found out, you know, so on and so forth. That's, that's not every case, but this majority. So I just want everyone to make sure that they get in the election polls in November and vote these fools out because they think that meat isn't greasy. He said, what did the whole come say? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they're either going to do it or vote us out. Yeah, we're going to plan on voting you out because you should have been voted in. But we need to make sure that we get together and go down there and show them that that meat is greasy. And you know what? Thank you so much, Kim, for that call. And and the fat meat is greasy uh, line was literally what I thought about uh, this morning. I was like, all right, I guess we'll just find out now, won't we? Yeah, for sure. All right. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, As Kim just talked about, there are are a lot of uh, consequences that are coming with this. You know, one of the things, as you guys know, I work I work in a school system outside of my job in the media. And one of the things we've talked about is all of the additional services um, kids are going to need, um, all the additional services schools are going to need. We are going to literally have more people, have more children. And so we're, where are the resources for them if if they are fortunate uh, to, to get past some of the things, um, the, the horrific things that we know can happen uh, to women and to babies who are unwanted? Um, if they if they even make it past that, what happens when it's time for them to go to school, when it's time for them to go to daycare, when it's time uh, to support these kids who maybe don't have support uh, in the first place? We know the foster care system is is um, is just jammed up. Um, let me guys let me give you guys a couple of things of, of information here. Uh, again, the bill was passed narrowly on Friday night and Governor Holcomb signed it overnight. And it also gave you um, a two hundred dollar refund that you will be getting that I that I haven't heard anybody actually excited about. Um, But along with that, the laws regarding abortion will provide some exceptions for when the life of the mother is at risk and for fatal fetal anomaly. So in other words, if the mom's health, if the mom could die or maybe nearly die or if the baby is going to be born uh, and maybe die during pregnancy or shortly after birth, I'm not exactly um, the way that's written. There's some there's some room there. But what is clear is when the baby is inside the mother, um, you can have an abortion up to 20 weeks after getting pregnant. Only um, when it is a a case of uh, rape or incest. The exemption is for some abortions if the pregnancy was a result or rape or incest. You have up to 20 weeks now to get that abortion. I believe you had 20 weeks um, before here in Indiana, but it was not under certain circumstances. It was just if that's what you decided you needed to do, you could get it done up to 20 weeks in Indiana. Now this new bill will go into effect on September 15th. Uh, and, that, and, that, and I have that right. I just look at my notes. The current law allows abortion up to 20 weeks um, currently with no uh, restrictions. That is now changing. Let me read you what um, Governor Holcomb sent out uh, in the middle of the night Friday after this was signed. He says, I'm going to read this in full. He says, following the overturning of Roe, I clearly stated that I would be supporting legislation that made progress in protecting life. In my view, SEA-1 accomplishes this goal following its passage in both chambers of the Indiana General Assembly with a majority of support. These actions followed long days of hearings filled with sobering and personal testimony from citizens and elected representatives on this emotional and complex topic. Ultimately, these voices shaped and informed the final contents of the legislation, and it is carefully negotiated exceptions to address some of the unthinkable circumstances a woman or an unborn child might face. And this particular article doesn't mention his last line about what um, Indiana can do. So let me find that. Um, At the same time, we are already seeing some other consequences, and that is Eli Lilly, Indiana's um, largest employer, um, now saying that they are going to seek growth outside of Indiana. Now, this is a uh, bit of a 
slightly ambiguous statement, but let me read some of this, what, what Eli Lilly has said. Um, as one of the largest employers and oldest companies in Indiana, they will be looking for expansion opportunities outside of the Hoosier State in wake of the recently passed abortion bill. Eli Lilly released this statement uh, saying that the abortion ban may hurt the company's ability to bring in diverse scientific, engineering and business talent to Indiana. As a global company headquartered in Indianapolis for more than 145 years, we work hard to retain and attract thousands of people who are important drivers to our state's economy. This is what Lilly said. Uh, they referenced the bill. Um, and so. It says Lilly recognizes that abortion is a divisive and deeply personal issue with no clear consensus among the citizens of Indiana. But despite this lack of agreement, Indiana has opted to quickly adopt one of the most restrictive anti-abortion laws in the United States. And so right there, it does not necessarily say they're going to pack up and immediately evacuate uh, the state of Indiana. But it does say that they are looking for opportunities to grow outside of Indiana, which could mean, yeah, if somebody gives them the good deal, maybe they'll take the whole company with them to somewhere like Illinois or, um, you know, I'm sure the great state of Illinois would love to have Eli Lilly and all those jobs. So maybe it could be as small as we're done adding jobs in Indiana. What you have is what you get. Or it could be and hey, we're packing it all up and we're out of here. Cummins has also released a statement, uh, one of the biggest employers uh, here in the state of Indiana. We'll talk about what they have to say here in a little bit. But it should be noted that none of these companies had anything to say uh, during the special session. None of them spoke up and and fired um, at, at, at minimum a warning shot um, to say, hey, if you guys go through with this, this is what we're going to do. They all sat silent. So I've heard some people say, hey, they're looking for an excuse to leave Indiana. And maybe they just got their excuse. Uh, otherwise, why, as a pharmaceutical company that is helping with Medicare and, and medical care, why wouldn't you have said something before? Uh, only Eli Lilly knows that. But a lot of people are saying this weekend, hey, it looks like they want to go and they just needed a reason to hit the door. And now um, they have it. Let's go back to the phones. 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Good morning, Cameron. Good morning. That's you. How are you? Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Can you speak up a little bit? I can hear you, but speak up for me. Good morning. This is Terry King. How are you? I'm good, Terry. How you doing? Long time no talk. I know it's been a while. I've been sick, but God's been good. I'm glad. I'm glad to, to hear you point. okay. Thank you. I'll get straight to the point. You know what bothers me the most about this is that, if a, in my opinion, if a man had to have a bad nightmare menstrual cycle, bad cramps, labor pain, and or delivery, we wouldn't be even having this discussion right now. I think it's horrible that some things even are on the board, get to the boardroom to vote about. Gay rights, abortion, that's a personal choice. And as far as the governor and, and Todd Rokita saying if we vote, if uh, voting out, I'm begging everybody to please come out and vote and get him out. Make him eat what he said because it's not fair. It's not fair that men have power over a woman's choice or what she wants to do with her body. I'm glad that they didn't eliminate it altogether as far as the rape crime. I'm glad they thought about that part of it. But who are you to tell me as a woman? what I should do with my body. There is no difference, in my opinion, as telling the person, you can't help who you love, you can't have control over your feelings, so how are you going to make a law against that? It was good talking to you, Cameron. Have a great day. And one more thing, this is off the record, but please pray for my family as we prepare to bury our loved one, James Dixon, who was killed uh, nonstop gun violence again this weekend i'm asking for strength for my family as we do this thank you Ken. thank you i'm sorry for your loss and i did hear about that um this morning when i got off the plane i my condolences to you and your family thanks for calling in terry good to talk to you uh 317-239-9696 317-239-9696 um let me read um the the last paragraph in governor holcomb's statement he says and this is what he sent out um after uh, the special session 
sent him the bill and he signed it in the middle of the night on Friday. He then sent out this statement and it ends with, lastly, to the people of Indiana, let me assure you that the democratic process marches on and you should continue to reach out to all of your elected representatives to have your voice heard. Looking back, I am personally most proud of each Hoosier who came forward to courageously share their views in the debate that is unlikely to cease anytime soon. For my part as governor, I will continue to keep an open ear. Um, slightly before that, uh, you know, he did thank to all the people who came out um, on both sides and um, said he under, understands that this is a divisive, you know, topic. But again, he at when he said, let me assure you that the democratic process marches on, uh, that means that this is now in your hands. So if you were not feeling what we just did, um, that's on you to go to the ballot box and make some changes. Um, if you like what we did, keep voting for us. Um, since now it is uh, up to the states and every state's kind of doing it a little bit differently. As I said, um, in Kansas, a deep Republican state that has not voted for a Democratic president in 50 years, a, a, a place that Trump run won, where Mitt Romney won. It was up to them to say, do we want to change our cons- our law because the Kansas Constitution uh, guarantees the right uh, to uh, abortion care. Um, and 60 percent, 60 to 40 uh, in one of the largest um, primary elections that had more than 50 percent turnout. You we're lucky in, in these primaries if you get five, six percent turnout, about 50 percent of the state went out to go vote. Fifty percent of the people who can vote went to go vote in a special, uh, in a primary election, and then 60% of half of the state that voted said, no, we don't need you to change the law. Keep abortion legal. In a deep Republican state, that means Democrats and Republicans are against this by a large and clearly large majority. Let's go back to the phones, 317-239-9696. Let's take one more call, then we'll take a break, and we'll come back and we'll keep doing some more until we wrap up the show. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hi, this is Marcus Taylor. Um, a lot of this, too, is because of the fact uh, white women in, in college, especially, they have abortions more than black women do. Black, black women will keep their kids, but they want to produce more white babies, and this is all this is about. And they think they'll get political power through it. And it's sad because nobody remembers what the 70s when Indiana, uh, people, they were dying left and right, home abortions and babies in White River Creek, all kind of stuff was going on. They was killing the babies and, and doing all this stuff. And, and also, what about the 12, 13, 14-year-olds who get pregnant and they can't tell nobody and they commit suicide? So there's a lot goes into this. Because the family dynamic will totally change. And that's just all I had to say. It's just a shame. I appreciate your call. Thank you, sir. Uh, you can join him in sounding off by dialing 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. We got to take a quick commercial break uh, here on Open Lines. But we will be back and continuing to have an Open Lines Sunday morning Uh, to talk to you. Keep calling 317-239-9696. Your thoughts and reaction to Indiana now becoming the first state in the United States of America to pass a new law restricting abortion. That's the topic this morning. Call me 317-239-9696. Chase, go ahead and combine that commercial break, sir. We'll take one commercial break for the show and we'll be back with more Open Lines in just minutes. And we are back here on Open Lines on 106.7 WTLC and Hot 96.3 on this Sunday, August 7th, uh, 2022. Hey, if you haven't already done so, follow me on social media. I will follow you back. It is Cameron Riddle with 1D on all social media. 
I will follow you back. Somebody just texted me, saw one of the pictures that I posted of me in the studio here this morning, and they said, did you get off the plane and go straight to the studio? Because you were wearing that when I saw you, like, at 9 o'clock last night. Yes, yes, I did. I am fresh off a plane, and I do mean fresh off uh, Southwest flight coming from Las Vegas. I was spend, spent the past half week out there in Las Vegas for the National Association of Black Journalists Conference, our first in-person uh, in two years since 2019 in Miami, and it was a great conference. Uh, good to see everybody. This is the convention that pretty much everybody who's in some sort of television news, whether it's sports or entertainment or uh, hard news behind the scenes, in front of the camera, pretty much, if you were black, that's where you were at. So, you know, I saw uh, it was a joint convention between the Black Journalists and the Hispanic Association of Journalists. So, uh, there at Caesars Palace, career fair, uh, lots of seminars and information on how we can do better to better serve you, our listeners, our viewers, our readers. And it was a good time. So, shout out to the National Association of Black Journalists. And of course, it was Vegas. So, yes, we partied. Um, Maybe that's why my voice is a little raspy. We had a good good concert on, on Friday, and even Dougie Fresh got up on stage randomly. He was in the audience and gave us a live little free uh, performance. So I am back with you here in Indianapolis, just getting in at 4 a.m. this morning. Uh, so, yes, I will go home and take a shower uh, right after we get off the air and hopefully sleep for the rest of the day. While I was out, though, there was no shortage of news here in Indiana. And, of course, we were all uh, monitoring that. You know, I was on a flight with um, uh, Beer Shell Edme from Fox 59, and uh, she was sitting next to me, and we were just looking at all the—as we were going there, of course, we had uh, the United States um, representative uh, from northern Indiana get killed in that car accident— and so we were like, we're here away from the news and our state is making continuous national headlines the entire time um, we are away. And so now that we are back, uh, we are back to news of the um, Indiana becoming the first state to pass a new law restricting abortion um, that is now going to go into effect on September 15th. It is uh, restricts abortion in, in almost all cases except rape and incest, which you can still get an abortion under those circumstances for up to 20 weeks after uh, becoming pregnant. Uh, that, of course, still is not a popular uh, decision. You've had companies like Eli Lilly speak out saying that they are now going to explore opportunities outside the state of Indiana. Uh, Cummins sent out a statement. They also have the same amount of employees uh, as Eli Lilly. Both have about 10,000 employees in Indiana. And Eli and Cummins, that is, uh, said uh, in a statement that this right to make the decision regarding reproductive health ensures that women have the same opportunity as others to participate fully in the workforce and that our workforce is diverse. They say that these provisions in the law conflict with this conflicts with our people impedes our ability to attract and retain top talent and influence our decisions as we continue to grow our footprint with a focus on selecting welcoming and inclusive environments. So common statement, not going near as far um, as Eli Lilly's to say that uh, they could leave Indiana. Eli Lilly uh, saying that they are now looking for opportunities as as a drug maker, this is what they do. As one of Indiana's biggest employers said that um, this newly passed abortion law is now causing the company to grow um, away from Indiana. They could keep what they have here. They haven't elaborated, but um, they could keep what they have here in Indiana. But anything new could pop up somewhere else, you know, Illinois, California, someplace um that one is going to still allow a woman to have the right to choose. They could set up anything new in those locations to be able to continue to attract people to come work from them for them. Or you never know, they could pack up the whole thing and leave you with a, a large empty hole in the state of Indiana. Uh, and now they are saying flat out, we're looking at opportunities outside of Indiana. Exactly what that means. We don't know yet. 
317-239-9696. That's the number to get on the air this morning. And tell me what you think, because you can imagine our phone lines are full. So let's get to the phones and stay on the phones until we end the show. Uh, let's start with caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Yeah, how you doing, Brother Cameron? Good brother morning, sir. How you doing? Here. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, yeah, I was out in Vegas a few months ago, and uh, I heard about the storms the past couple of weeks with some family members out there, but uh, I take it that everything was okay, and uh, um, Lake Mead needed the water. <laughs> they need the water. Mm-hmm. They need the water out there. I know they probably like it, but people, if you go out there and you go to the Hoover Dam, you look at Lake Mead and you see that line of all that water lost, you you know they need some water out there. Uh, it's a it's a fascinating sight to see for those who haven't been to the Hoover Dam or uh, through the Grand Canyon, anything like that. Take your children. Take yourself. Get out there and see the West. Look at the history of the West. There's a large, large African-American history that traveled West out there that's not discovered, that's not talked about uh, post, uh, either pre-Civil War or post-Civil War that you can really learn, not just, uh, you know, we go to Vegas to party or either California, but there's some history out there that I wish our people would definitely uh, work on getting to. Um, You know my feelings about and this is from Brother Imhotep, not 96. You know my feelings about Caucasian male rule. It's always been harsh, according to Malcolm X. It's always been uh, been been uh, totalitarianistic in a way. And so uh, I kind of disagree with Larry and 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 um, describing my statesman to Greg Taylor. I I discussed some issues I had with him protecting Mike Young after Mike Young was going to be attacked in there. Let Mike Young face the music. He addressed that with me, and, and we went on. But other than that. I wouldn't. I, I would never call a brother a worse name than I call those Caucasian males down there. So what? So, so what that, do you think of what those folks have decided? Um, it's just a part of the culture wars they've been doing back since New Gingrich and the Republican Revolution in 1993-94. It's it's no different. Trent Lyde and Newt Gingrich, they've been fighting these culture wars for years. It's it's no big deal. What they got to understand is <laughs> a lot of their women like brothers. So, you know, it's, it's, everybody's not running for Billy Joel, who's walking two left feet. They're just not. Okay, I know they think that they're still the prize, but, you know, according to what I see, and I've been working around majority of women for 29 years, nobody's running for them. So, you know, I, don't, I know sisters may not be truly happy with us, but sisters not running to them. So I, I don't know what they think is going to happen, because no one is truly running them. I mean, you know, their era of just having money over people, that's gone for the most part. I mean, I've, I've made over six figures many times in my life. Well, Emotep, do you think that there are people, or uh, is there is there anything, uh, enough energy, uh, or will there be enough organization for the Indiana Democrats to get somebody, get some folks in there uh, t- to make some changes? Not with gerrymandering. Gerrymandering and the redistricting, Greg Taylor talked about it with Nathaniel Lee yesterday, and this is happening in a large part of the country in, in these so-called red states, is that the, the gerrymandering, the Supreme Court has let us down. I disagree with Larry again. The Supreme Court or state courts are supposed to be your, your buffer. They're supposed to stop on, on true bad legislation. North Carolina's state court said that those were bad districts. Supreme Court now is hearing a case in North Carolina to say, well, the state court shouldn't have any right to tell the legislator that they drew back districts. Only the legislature should be able to do that. So the Supreme Court of the United States, the SCOTUS of the United States, is taking the power out of state courts to be able to rein in rogue legislators. So it's, it's, it's all systematic. It, it's one hand washing the other. It's, it's tied it's tied in together. You, you can't say, say, right, my mother's a 50-year attorney, Larry. There's no way in the world you should go and talk about you just want state rights. You wouldn't be able to be talking to Cameron on the radio right now if we still just had state rights. You have to have a buffer. You have to have a, a, a watchdog to stop rogue legislation. And that's what state courts used to be able to do. Now SCOTUS, which is, I don't know how much you want to blame on us, because I'll never believe you can't prove I've studied it for years. 13% can't determine the election when the majority of voters in the last two elections were white women. So the onus is on white women. White women, I know you're men. Well, I'll just put it this way. I know that you all have been dictated to what 
you do, you say one thing out in public, you go to the state house and you act a fool out in public, yet we know from from voting numbers you go and you voted a different way the last two elections. It's on you, white women, because you are the largest voting block in America. Let me say that again. This is the facts from the U.S. Census Bureau people. White women are the largest voting block. So it's on them. If they want to see these fools that's in office in these state houses out, then they've got to stand up and get them out. If they don't, with gerrymandering and redistricting, you'll continue to see these fools in there. That's where the majority of the power is going to lie. They're going to have to be honest with themselves because we only 13% of the population. If we voted 100%, we cannot affect these positions on a whole. They're the ones who are going to have to say, you know what, sometimes our men, our men are just crazy. we got some silly men. And we're going to have to take the power out of them because we have the power. It's on them, Cameron, for the most part. Right. We still got to do our part with voicing displeasure and getting out and complaining. Larry's right. Get to the sales. I'm going to the city council meetings. I always go to school board meetings. We got to do that, too. But when it comes to the numbers game, according to the Census Bureau, they are the largest voting block in the country right now. Women, period, do. Right. Women, period, do. So we're going to see if they look at their men and say, you guys are insane, and we're going to do something about it. Thanks. All right, and you can't just leave it up to them. Everybody under the sound of this voice, uh, if, if you care at all, you got to go vote. Doesn't matter what color you are. He made everything he said with the, the statistics, I'm sure, is right. I, I know it's right. But the point is, you can't just sit back and look at other people and hope that they go vote. you got to do your part, too. Every single vote counts. They're counting on you to leave it up to somebody else to go do the work. If you do that, you'll lose every time. 317-239-9696. They're counting on you to be lazy. Uh, Caller on line three. Good morning. Who's this? Hi. Good morning. Can you hear me? I can. Loud and clear. Who's this? Awesome. My name is Jamara. How are you today? I'm good, Jamara. How are you? Really well. Um, So I just wanted to express a few thoughts about this situation. When I first heard you say it on the radio, I initially was really sad. It just made me really sad because it's just a sad day in women's rights today. Like, women fought so hard um, just to be able to have safe abortions, and now they are, you know, going to have to go through the process of not having them safe. Um, It's just a really sad day, a sad day for women. Um, I feel... It just touches my heart. And I mean, I know they have a bunch of situational things that could be in place to help, but it ultimately just stops safe abortions for women. The the goal, it's not going to stop abortions at all. It's not going to stop people from going to someone's basement or going to handle it themselves. It's not going to save anybody. It's just going to hurt more people in the process. So that's the worst part about it. Um, it's just taking away that choice. Because, you know, people can, you know, do whatever they want to do at the end of the day. But it's just taking away that choice and having that safe option, ultimately. I feel I feel the pain and frustration in your voice. Is this going to make you go vote and get other people to re- get registered to vote and and vote, even if it's not this year where it may make a big difference, but maybe next year um, these and, and start paying attention to what's happening at the state house. We pay a lot of attention to who's our president, and we have not paid a lot of attention to who's running our state houses, and exactly. that's why this new law is passed. Is that going to make you vote and get other people to start paying attention as well? Yeah, of course, and I'm young. I'm 23 years old, so um, I haven't been voting for very long, but, you know, long enough, and I've seen so much that we definitely need to. Uh, younger people just like me, I don't know if it's the educational aspect and not knowing who to vote for, who to go to. I don't know if it's that part or what, if they feel like their voices don't matter, but our voices do matter. Um, Young people and all, young people, they usually don't go out and vote just because they don't feel like they should care, but it affects everyone, unfortunately. Even the people, like we should, young people should definitely vote for people that can't vote yet. I've seen a 13-year-old talking to Congress about things that go on in her state. Um, It was via video on Facebook, and, you know, if she's young enough, knowing that she can't physically make those changes to vote, we should at least do it for people like her. All right. I appreciate you calling in and appreciate you voting. 
No, thank you as well. You have a great day and take care. Thank you. You too. 317-239-9696. 317-239-9696. I know she said, she, hey, I'm young. I'm only 23. Hey, that 23-year-old vote counts the same as if she was 32 or 63 or 74 or 100. You can vote when you are 18. And so just like my sister, you know, they were allowed to go vote at school. You just go down to the to the gym and vote right there if you're 18. You know, it's not too early to start because... Um, you know, these laws aren't restricted by person. It's not like, hey, if you're if you can't vote yet, sorry, um, this this law doesn't include, you know, it includes everybody. So when you turn 18, when your kids turn 18, get them registered to vote and go vote. I mean, this affects everybody. We can't sit back and let other people make these decisions because, as you can see, they have no problem making these decisions and they will wait for 50 years if they have to. Um, it was a strategy and it worked. What's your strategy? 317-239-9696, 317-239-9696. Caller on line one. Good morning. Who's this? Hey, Cameron. How you doing this morning? I'm good. Good morning, Paul. And greetings to everybody. You know, it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, I, I'm sitting here listening to this stuff, and uh, people talk about voting and different things. And uh, But anyway, uh, the governor, uh, when they were signing the bill about the $200, uh, that they was going to return to the tax pe- taxpayers, uh, which anybody that spends money pay taxes. But these, like you said, these people that's making these decisions, first of all, they don't need no money. They don't, they don't have nothing they, that they need. And uh, they're making decisions for people that are in need. And, uh, you know, one thing I would like to see on a voting ballot is how to render these white folks in this country. Columbus only infiltrated us because we are nice, kind people. When are we going to stop being nice and kind? We need to stop that. So, like you said, uh, you know, don't don't let nobody else go out and vote for you. So, in my in what I do and what my position is this, in case anybody's interested, this next letter that is that I'm working on is to ask the not to ask it's, the, it's a demand letter, and it's to ask that we be restored and that this land comes back to us and that we get rid of this government and corporation and these white men that are making all these decisions. Again, I'm going to say that no adult should be telling another adult what to do. And so when you have a situation where these people came up with abortion in order to, to control the black population, and ended up there a lot of white folks will start getting abortions and different things. And like the brother said earlier, this is this is about them. It's never about us. We are being used constantly over and over again. Like you said, if they can get away for 50 more years. They would do that. But fortunately, y'all don't have to worry about uh, uh, this, this going on for no 50 more years. Because, like I said, this next demand letter that's get ready to go in the mail Tuesday. It's going to be asking for every, all everybody, every government, the governor, the mayor, the property that they live in. They're going to give up all of these things. So I understand that people have their own agenda, but my agenda is stopping this white man. Period. Right. And having him and having him removed from this land. Period. Because we don't need to live like this and continue to live like this. This is ridiculous. And then, like I said, the governor gets on the TV looking all stupid and carrying on, and he, he don't answer what we need answered. We need to put some people in there or some people out there that, that, that can run for office, run on a, a run to, to eliminate this government. That's, right. that's, where I'm, that's where Paul is. Thank Paul, you, Paul. Is, Paul is about the elimination of these invaders on our land, period. All right. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate you calling in, sir. All right, man. Have a good day, man. I hope that shire do you good. I'm I'm looking forward to the bed. I'm, I'm mentally thinking. I'm turning that air down to 68. Uh, closing the curtains. Don't nobody call me. I'm going to sleep. Thank you, sir. I know sir. that's right, man. We well, enjoy your day, and everybody else have a great day. Thank you, you as well. Let me read you guys this statement. Um, part of another part of what Governor Holcomb's office had sent out. So you you heard Paul uh, uh, there mention um, the money that you are getting back. Um, uh, the state of Indiana is returning $1 billion back to uh, the Hoosier taxpayers. And so for us, I think it's going to uh, amount to $200 individually, which some people are saying, okay, you had a, 
a billion dollars, and yeah, that's great, and you're giving it back, that's great, but couldn't you have just given a billion dollars lump sum to something that really needed it, say education or you name X organization or department that could use it? The $200 is great. Hey, I like, I count every coin of mine, but um, $200 and a billion dollars are not the exact same thing. Uh, I bring that up because in that same uh, bill also allows one a um, $100 million in what the governor calls long overdue increased funding to, to support the health of our Hoosier mothers and babies. So they have now restricted abortion. But in that same bill, you're going to get some money back uh, from 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 taxes. And then it will also increase uh, health support for Hoosier mothers and babies by $100 million. Indiana, by the way, as of right now, uh, is the last state uh, where we were the last state. I believe we're at number 47 out of 50 uh, for best uh, health care uh, for, for moms and prenatal care, um, meaning we're the third worst state uh, for health care for women, and we just uh, banned abortion. But so when you bring that up, they're going to say, well, we just, we just increased $100 million uh, for for that exact thing. So that also uh, happening with that bill. Let me take one more call, I think, before we wrap up. 317-239-9696. Caller on line two. Good morning. Who's this? Uh, this is Mike Cameron. Good morning to you. How you doing, Mike? You got about 30 seconds. Well, Cameron, I'm going to be quick about it. I uh, just happened to miss uh, yesterday's segment of the uh, Nutty Professor. I heard he had some uh, singing... Uh, Hissing cockroach along with them. You know, Cameron, when you put, put the light on something, you can see the roaches run. And uh, we'll pick this up on the other side next weekend. Have a great have a great day, man. All right. And we will be back here next weekend, Mike. Thank you so much for uh, setting up that tease. Uh, a lot to talk about. If you missed any portion of the show, uh, you can go search for it any and everywhere you get your podcast. You will find open lines right there, and you can listen to the show anytime, catch back up, hear yourself on the radio, or hear what Larry had to say today. Uh, we will be back same time, same station next Sunday, live at 8. For now, uh, it has been a wild week of news, as I said, uh, in Indiana, across the country. We're looking at this monkeypox situation, COVID still around, um, and so, so much more. So... Uh, take a little time for yourself to decompress because this is a lot. It's nonstop. As soon as we get done with this situation, it seems like there'll be another one right behind it. But no matter where we go, no matter what happens, we will help do our best to guide you through it right here on Open Lines. I'm Indy's newsman, Cameron Riddle, right here on 106.7 WTOC and Hot 96.3. Ready for a shower and ready for bed. We will see you back here next Sunday live.